Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you guys today. Uh, just got back from training camp a couple hours ago. Got home, processed some notes, went through all of the <laughs> clips from press conferences, which I'm going to share some of those with you. And excited to be here with you. Um, you know, if you've been catching our instant camp reaction video, which is like six to ten minutes, just quick whatever this is our in-depth um this is where we go through legitimately the actual play-by-play from training camp today uh team move the ball short yardage all, all that stuff play-by-play description of every single play that took place today and the whole effort is we want you to be there and so i understand not everybody gets to be there and it sells out and all that stuff but we're trying to help you know where the niners are with everything now, there is a lot of news uh, going around. And first off, before we jump into that, got to say all the hashtag CCs. Appreciate you guys. What's up, Joel? Hey, Matthew. Uh, this is awesome. Uh, we got Philip. Oh, this is so cool. I, I, You know, I've been doing this for so long. This is episode 916. And, you know, you build some of these relationships with these guys and girls and all the people out there. And I just want to say thank you. Appreciate you guys. Rook, Josh. All you guys, man, just absolutely awesome. Uh, so excited to be here for this. Now, let's jump in and, and let's get let's get the crap out of the way, if we don't mind. And again, want to say thank you to our executive producers scrolling across the bottom of the screen there. Without them, this show does not happen. So just want to say thank you to those guys. Now, injuries, we, we got to talk about them because the Niners have been very, very lucky so far. But this is what happens. Injuries start to pile up. You know, no major issues outside of Terrence Mitchell, who was a back-of-the-roster type guy. They didn't even say what his injury was, but they put him on season-ending IR, which means his season's done with the 49ers. They'll come up with an injury settlement. He'll be waived and be able to play for somebody else if he gets picked up. They brought on cornerback Anthony Averett. Um, not much to know about him yet. Uh, Alabama corner in college. He's played with the Raiders and Ravens. 
I'll dive in some more and figure out his number and start getting some videos out uh, at camp tomorrow. I'm sure he'll be out there. Uh, so we'll, we'll see with that. But the big news yesterday or two days ago, the last practice that the 49ers had was Jalen Moore. The backup left tackle went down during team, got up, walked over to the sideline, got on the cart. They carted him off. And, you know, they asked him and they asked, you know, the head coach today, basically what happened to him and all that stuff. So uh, two injuries, the running back, Elijah Mitchell, we'll talk about how often he's injured and what those things entail. But more importantly, that is Jalen Moore. So here is Kyle Shanahan detailing those two injuries. Elijah had a abductor strain, uh, I think last practice, two days ago. Uh, he'll be out a little bit. Um, Day to day, but at least probably a week. Um, Jalen Moore had a scare, ended up just being a bone bruise to his knee. Um, same thing day to day, a little bit of time, but um, it was good news based off how he felt out there that day. So that's the best case scenario for Jalen Moore. I want I want to focus on this one first because, man, bone bruises are interesting. There's a very wide spectrum. For example. You look at rookie cornerback Daryl Luter Jr., who's the first one out there in practice almost every day. Uh, first ones out there today were um, Daryl Luter Jr., Jair Brown, Talano Hufunga. It's the same guys almost every day. You, you sprinkle in a little Q Knight, a uh, little Taylor Hawkins, but those guys are the first ones out there almost every single day. So, you know, but Daryl Luter Jr., the rookie who's on pup, he's on there with the knee bruise. He's been out for months. Now, a lot of that is just Kyle and John Lynch being sneaky with roster numbers and trying to hide rookies and keep rookies and whatever else, but whatever, like that's just what it is. Now, Jalen Moore, that was a possible ACL. And so that's scary stuff. I, I was really, really scared about that. Oh, look at this. We got Nate Payne in the house, man. Excited to work together. If you don't know Nate Payne, he is the man to know with all 49ers merchandise. Uh, the dude is just a beast. And we're going to be working together to create some original custom 49ers rush gear this year. Glad to see you in there, Nate. Uh, excited to hang out soon, man. Uh, Nate's a hustler, which I res respect that. Consider myself a little bit of a hustler. Uh, I love people that work hard and go out and get what's there. So I uh, appreciate you, Nate. Shout out to Tim Ford. He's coming out to uh, Pittsburgh, which is going to be fun. Now, Jalen Moore coming back is important because you need as many bodies at that tackle position as possible. Now, probably the biggest thing, because Trent Williams got a vet day today. He was out there at street clothes. It looked like he was having a great time. So when your left tackle's gone, your backup left tackle just got a bone bruise. Who's going to play at left tackle? This was the one thing I was looking forward to today because they have Matt Pryor, who they paid a decent amount of money to be the quote-unquote swing tackle. That's just not the way the 49ers do it. It's not. They have right tackles. They have left tackles. I'm not saying I like this, but whatever. The starting left tackle today was Leroy Watson, and I thought he crushed it. Uh, that It's old, whatever, video clip. Uh, some people got that one, but I... I really thought this kid played awesome. And I've been really high on Leroy Watson. And and I said in my our 90-man roster countdown series that's going on, we're at 45 currently, uh, aired this morning. I said, next year, don't be shocked if Leroy Watson jumps in front of Jalen Moore. And it was under the hype, you know, the, the hypothetical that Trent Williams, we win a Super Bowl, he retires. Who would be the left tackle? I think they draft somebody, but. These guys are competing. Leroy Watson was awesome today. 
dude was great. Now, it's good news that, you know, Jalen Moore will be back in a couple weeks. That could have been an MCL, meniscus, ACL, worst case. Kind of got best case. And they said day-to-day, probably a week. I don't trust Kyle whenever it comes to injury. I trust him with almost everything else. And so that's that's kind of where that is, okay? Now, uh, oh, what's up, Scorpion? He says, John, great content creator. Keep up the good work. Hmm. I love the Scorpion uh, thing over there. He's even got the AVI with it. Get over here. He was everybody's favorite, right? Back, back, forward, A. I still remember the move. Scorpion, get over here. Um, Josh, Leroy Watson is a fun player. Athleticism's just, whoo. Yeah, they are solid, solid. Uh, So, yeah. I'm pumped about the depth that is building at that tackle spot. Now, if Leroy Watson's starting games, probably not ideal. (laughs) Let's just be very honest, but he filled in great today. There were a lot of key runs right off of uh, him, did great in pass protection. That was awesome. Now, let's talk about Elijah Mitchell. I I, I really do like Elijah Mitchell. I mean, we had him come out to our draft party. I don't know if you remember that, uh, which was really, really cool. And, you know, he's he's a Southern boy, uh, Louisiana, lived in Louisiana for a little while, and He's just a good dude. He's a good dude. He's quiet, chill, works his tail end off. He's been injured a lot. He's been injured so much. And it, it sucks to constantly have this. You know, and I I said a couple times, man, great practice from Elijah Mitchell back-to-back days. It's wonderful to see. Seems like he's finally healthy. Goes out and has a strained abductor. Now... In a couple text change and, you know, Patreon comments, conversations back and forth with different people, the tag gets thrown up there injury prone. Now, you could not argue with this with Elijah Mitchell because he's just been injured so much. Now, the question was asked today, and I think this was a relatively good question. Is Elijah Mitchell hurt because of the way he plays, right? People have said this about Kittle. People have said this about Debo. People said this about Trey Lance, all those different things. Like, you play so physical, you're going to have injuries, right? Well, listen to this answer from Kyle Shanahan that I thought was really, really good. No, I mean, there's a, I mean, we're trying to work everything with him. I mean, Elijah's extremely good back, and he's had some unfortunate things with injuries. Uh, he is a very physical runner, but um, you don't strain your abductor because you're running physically. Um, so there's, you know, I think all of our runners are pretty physical. Um, sometimes that can happen, but... You know, his bad injury last year, he had his foot in the ground and someone hit his knee. Um, I think it was his MCL. So it's you can't change your style. That's also what makes him great. I don't always think that's what's getting him hurt either. Um, but he has had some muscle strains and stuff. And we've I think he got hurt on the exact same day last year in camp. Um, it'll probably help him to be out here a little, about a week and a half most likely. But um, Elijah does everything right. He just, he's, had, he's been unfortunate with it. So um, hopefully we can find the secret remedy as well. That that's the thing, and you know, this camp has been interesting. CMC's the guy; we all know that. But man, behind him, I think that Jordan Mason is closer to Elijah Mitchell than TDP is to Jordan Mason. If that makes sense. So CMC got a rest day today. Elijah Mitchell, he's out hurt. Guess who's getting all that work now? Jordan Mason. Guess who got no work last year? Jordan Mason. That dude popped late. 
in the preseason games, and it was just like, we can't cut this guy. He's too damn good. I was screaming from the mountaintops how good he was from the start because his tape at Georgia Tech was just legit. He was behind Jameer Gibbs. That's why nobody knew about him. Jameer Gibbs transfers from Georgia Tech to Alabama. Top 15 pick, all those things. Well, yeah, it is, you know, Jordan Mason, a top 15 pick. No, but that dude is NFL. He belongs. Now, guess who's going to get even more snaps? Yeah, Jordan Mason. He got to start today. And boy, did he answer. Whew. That dude is so damn good. And whenever we go through the play-by-play here in a little bit, like, you'll hear it. I mean, I, I I underlined several times, amazing, fast, explosive, violent. Like, you get that terminology. And so, again, you have these two very similar players. And Elijah Mitchell and Jordan Mason. Jordan Mason's more physical. Elijah Mitchell's faster. But guess who's bigger? Jordan Mason. His body's built differently for that. Uh, Phil says, what is an abductor? It's basically an oblique. Um, you, you strain basically an oblique on your uh, side usually is what that is. Uh, it's, it's a core injury. You pull a muscle basically is, is my understanding. I could be way wrong. Not a doctor, but, um, yeah, it sucks. And I, I really want him to be safe. I really want him to come back because he's so damn good. What's up, Dexter? She says, hello, John. Uh, glad that you are here. Yeah, it's an issue. And it's it's an issue that I don't know how you fix abductors. I don't know what I don't know how to fix that. Like, how did he not get this injury? How do you go back and say, "All right, Elijah, let's play it away that this doesn't happen." I don't think you can. Not today's NFL. It's just, but he's got to prove it now. For those of you that are out there, like, "Oh, cut him!" Blah blah. blah. No. <laughs> Let me just say right now, this dude is free. Free because where he was drafted, he does not count against the cap. So the injury sucks, and I hate that. And yeah, you're using a roster spot, not the end of the world because he counts nothing against the salary cap. Anything you get from Elijah Mitchell is bonus, it's bonus. So I just want to constantly just just do that, okay? Uh, th- that that's that's what it is. Um, so anyway, take that for what you want. Uh, <laughs> David says it's near the flux capacitor. That's right. We all know what that one is. That's awesome. That's awesome. So Elijah Mitchell, that's there. Aaron Banks, um, got put into concussion protocol. He wasn't out there today. There were a lot of guys out, but, uh, yeah, I mean, this is a quick four second clip, but I, I cut it. So I'm going to play it. So what happened to Aaron Banks? Where's Aaron Banks today? Aaron is in a concussion protocol. It doesn't matter even with the pillow helmets. All those things. Football's football. And, you know, thankfully the concussions are way down from what they used to be. But it's what it is. Is this a long-term serious concern? Not for the 49ers in the 2023 season. But really hope everything goes okay with Aaron and that he does well. John Falenciano, who probably would have started at that guard spot with Aaron Bakes out. uh, He's out with the shoulder strain. But Kyle Shanahan said he should be out there tomorrow. Um, so that's not a long-term issue. But with those two guys out, guess what? Jason Poe and Nick Sakel were getting reps with the ones at guard. And I said this. I said this on the John and Wayne show. With Zakel struggling at center, I think they're going to move him back to guard. Very next practice due to injury. So I don't want to take like a huge victory lap or whatever. But I said, man, I could really see this taking place. 
took place the very next practice. So since the last time John and or Wayne and I talked, John and I, Wayne and I talked on Wednesday, very next practice, albeit due to an injury, but I think we're starting to get a little bit of the MO um, of kind of what the Niners are doing on this offensive line with Chris Forster and just kind of what this looks like. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, uh, there were a lot of players that got days off. Drake Greenlaw, whew, how far has this kid come in such a short time that he is now getting vet rest days? He's fine, got a rest day. Trent Williams, CMC, uh, Tayshawn Gibson, all rest days, which I, which I think is huge. Now, before, you know, again, another thing, I wasn't sure Brock was going to practice today. I, I, I really didn't think that he was going to because Kyle Shetty had said, Two days on, two days off. Two days on, two days off. That's what. Well, f- let me back up because Kyle has contradicted himself consistently on this one, and that's okay. We're trying to understand it. He said, "You know, Brock's going to have two days on, one day off." But the very first time it happened, it was two days on, two days off, and then they did that again. Well, this time they only had one day off, and Brock was out there again today. Um, and so he was asked about it. And <laughs> it's just so funny the things that upset Kyle. Uh, but this is Kyle Shanahan on Brock's new schedule, uh, which it keeps changing. He just he said two days on, one day off, and so he had yesterday off. We don't want to go two in a row, so he went today. He'll go tomorrow. Um, then he gets the third practice off. So it's part of the whole plan. Um, that's what we have. These- yeah, uh, it's it's different, but that's okay. Uh, the two 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 now two one, that's awesome because any type of progress. And again, let me just help understand this. And he clarified a little bit of this later. It's not about the elbow anymore. It's about getting into throw shape, making all those passes. You got to rest your body, right? We heard about the Trey Lance thing in the past. Like you've got to get in throwing quarterback shape. How do you do that? You slowly, gradual step up with the amount of volume. It passes you're making. It's not about the elbow anymore. That's rear view mirror. Now, if something flares up or swelling or whatever, then it's about that. Right now, not about that. Brock is fine. Brock is 100% healthy. He's just not in quarterback shape going from the rehab phase to full practice phase. That's what's taking this time. That's what all of this is about, if that makes sense. So, Hopefully that makes sense, and we'll see. We'll, we'll see what we got there. Yeah, right there. Uh, RTP, thank you. He says, "Yeah, uh, Greenlaw was off today too." There we go, John. What's up, John? He says, "Speaking of Trent Williams, how the hell is he number fourteen in the top one hundred? Man, I just don't really put a lot of stock into those things. It's 
you know, each player gets a vote for 20 players and they can vote however they want. Some teams tell them don't vote for other teams. Don't vote for your division. Don't vote for your position. Some people get to get like, it's not really a, it's not really a well thought out process. There is no way in hell that Trent Williams is the 14th best player from last year, right? Which is what that is. It was just about last year. There's no way in hell that is the case. Um, and so really you got to look at these things in tiers. It's similar to Madden. It's just a respect thing. If you're top 20, you're top 20. If you're top five, you're top five. But just to be in the top 20, that's huge. But yeah, him being 14, that's comical. And and that's okay right here. Yeah, 15 was Fred. He definitely deserved to be higher. Yeah, I'm with you there too, Debster. Um, but a lot of that is longevity too, the, these awards, which is weird with Trent Williams being where he is. But Trent Williams, he talked trash. Trent Williams pisses people off. He fights, he punches, he, he he's dirty, slams people down whenever they're talking trash to his quarterback. You do that to enough, like you you piss people off, they don't vote for you, right? It's 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 what it is. So like you gotta figure out what you want to be. Do you want to be yourself and maybe not get these votes, or do you want to be somebody else to fight for popularity? Trent Williams said about that. And you know nonsense. So yeah, let's let's yeah, I ain't even worried about that. Oh, Josh says, let's talk five man fronts. Man, we just talked about this with Wayne. Now, let me say this, and not that anyway, I'll say this. Every team in the NFL has a five man front. Today, out after the first team drill, they went short yardage. Yeah, the Niners had a five man front last year. So all they did was bring Javon Kinlaw with the starting four bump the nickel back off or the third linebacker off. And that was it. Like it was a five, two and it was awesome. Defense looked great. Defensive line looked amazing. They're stout. Bosa's not even out there, but you know, I put a video up as they were doing this and like people were acting like I, they were inventing something new or installing a dude. That wasn't what I was doing at all. I was just highlighting the fact that for the first time in training camp, they're working on five-man fronts, which is awesome. You know, we haven't seen it yet this year. They did some of it last year, but, yeah, it's exciting. It's just such – because the defensive tackle position, I've been saying this forever, is the strongest position on the team this year. That and probably quarterback. I mean, you got three stud quarterbacks. You've got a lot of solid defensive tackles. So, whenever you transition from your 4-3 base, 4-2 nickel – or a 5-2 goal line short yardage, you're putting more of your strength out there. Who would you rather have on the field? A healthy Javon Kinlaw or an Oren Burks or DFF at the third linebacker spot? Or Isaiah Oliver, and if it's a passing situation, that makes sense. But if you're trying to stop the run, you're trying to stop short yardage, that's nasty. It's nasty. And so I, I, I'm pretty pumped um, right here. Rook, John, you watching the Jets-Browns game in a bit? I want to. I'm just going to be real with y'all. <laughs> I'm killing myself lately, and it's awesome. I love it. But, um, I mean, my morning starts off about 6, 6 a.m. I wake up. I record, you know, the, the roster series countdowns that we're doing. Then I prep all my show stuff to get it loaded so I can record in my car after training camp. So then I leave at 7 to get to training camp. Training camp's from, you know, 9.30. I want to be there early so I can see who comes out. You know, 9.30 to 12.30. 
Then I go to the car, record in the car. Then I drive home a little over an hour and a half, uh, get home, go through my notes, go through the press conference, get these clips. Uh, once I get all that stuff done, then I go live, which I'm here with you now. And like, I'm not unpacking. My wife's going to kill me. Don't tell her I said that. But like, I'm not making progress unpacking. So and I will watch this game. There's no doubt about it. Probably if I can't sleep, I'll watch it tonight. If not, I'll watch it in the morning. But um, yeah, I, I've got to. I've got to get a hold and get caught up. I'm not caught up. That's the problem. Uh, but yeah, any football. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm watching this. I, 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 ooh, I I'm excited. Which is, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be Kellen Mond versus... Zach Wilson. <laughs> I put a tweet. I put a tweet out there like this is the Chris Sims Bowl. It's like his two favorite quarterbacks ever. Um, neither one of which have done well, but whatever. I, I don't want to do that. But anyway, it's what it is. All right. Now before let's. It's. I think it's time. Let's jump into the notebook. Let's go through the play by play and all this different stuff that I got. But before we do. You come into a 49ers game, you better be coming out and hanging out with us. Going to 49ers games is awesome. But what's even better than that is going to 49ers games with the faithful, joining the community. And we got you covered. The 49ers Rush Road Trip is going into its fourth year of bringing the faithful together. Night before parties, tailgates the day of. We got you covered. Go get your tickets at 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. That's what's up, man. We got 12 games this year, which I'm so pumped about. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Uh, go check it out. Man, we got a lot of parties. And bringing people together. That, that's what it's about. <laughs> Look at this Ishmael. Chris Sims Bowl as Chris Sims is on the broadcast talk. Is he really? God, he's so awful. I hate Chris Sims. Ugh, and I don't hate people. I'm a Longhorn. I couldn't stand that dude from the moment he showed up on campus. Awful. And he's only gotten worse. Skip Bayless School of Journalism. Get the hell out of here. Him and Mac Florio. Are you kidding me? Mm. That's a big reason why I don't want credentials. That's a big reason why I don't want to be like that job. I do not want to be associated with that trash. And it's trash. It's terrible. All they do is attack people. I guess I'm attacking him now. Maybe I need to look at myself instead of that. So I apologize, Chris Sims. You and your family are great people. God, they suck. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, whatever, whatever. All right, I'll be better. I'll be better. Now, let's go through these notes that I got. Uh, shout out to, uh, man, got to hang out with Darren today, which was really, really cool. He came to a rush road trip back in L.A., and, man, we were talking football. Such a cool dude. Got to meet Shane and Misty. Lots of just really, really nice people that I got to meet um, throughout the whole process. It was fun. Now, uh, during alignment drill. For the defensive side, because Gibson was out, Odom got all the first-team reps again. I really wish they would put Jair Brown in those first-team reps, but they're just not doing it. Ugh. Man, uh, that, that is frustrating. DFF got the will snaps with Greenlaw getting a rest day. And, you know, I'll talk about this a little bit later, but D. Winters, not splash plays, best plays, best defensive plays in back-to-back -back practices. The best. D winners. Come on, man. I, I want that dude getting some wheel, wheel snaps. Burks uh, got the start at Sam. Leroy Watson, uh, he got the start with the ones. Uh, they kept Matt Pryor on the right side. They're not swing tackling him. And people keep calling him swing tackle. If there was ever a time to swing Matt to the left side, that was today. They did not do it. They kept him right there at number two. Uh, let's see here, man. Did not see Robert Bill out there. I had four people looking for number 55. Can't find him. 
Kalia Davis can't find them. So they might have been out there. A lot of the players tuck their jersey under their shoulder pads. You can't see their numbers. I'm telling you right now, Robert Peel Jr. ain't seen out there. I don't know what the deal is. I wish somebody would ask, but it's, it's I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Not out there. So Deshaun Jameson and Ronald Watt go out there. They do the Dougie. What's up? Uh, my Texas rap game right there with the Texas player. Are you kidding me? I felt at home. And I got to say, Ronald Watt, that dude could dance. He was enjoying it. And the cool thing about it was Ronald, Ronald Watt out there putting on a show, undrafted free agent running back, best training camp practice he has had by a mile today. So I, I, I hope he does that every day <laughs> because he came out there, uh, put on a show, and he played good today, man. In fact, I'm putting a Watt ahead of LeBorn on my depth chart after today. They're close. And if you look at the money that was given out, man, what, what were those numbers? I got it right here somewhere. Yeah, here we go. You know, Kalen LeBorn got 40000 guaranteed. Ronald Watt got 7000 guaranteed. I'm, I'm telling you right now after today, um, I'm putting a Watt up there. They're close. And that's I'm not taking anything away from LeBorn. It's not like he was bad. That's not what it is. A Watt just looks different. He's he's thick, he's thick in the seat. <laughs> that dude, he runs with it's he's closer to TDP, very similar build, just thick. Um, and whenever he goes through, since those pads came on, people bounce off of him. So look out for that one right there. Drops versus air. Uh, let's see here. I you know, I was, I was charting drops. Now, let me just say this. I did not watch every single pass first air. I was watching defense over here and watching offense and going back and forth. And Matthew was helping me. Matthew's the best. Um, Latu dropped one, bobbled one. TDP had two drops. Juwan Jennings had a drop. Ray Ray was making not one, but two circus catches. I thought that was cool. Uh, so that was just some of the stuff that stood out to me. There were a few more drops or bad passes. And again, Ronnie Bell. Man, he just keeps making some freak catches. Um, so I, I, I thought that was really, really cool. So before I jump into my team play-by-play, -play, that was just some of the early stuff I saw. Let, let's get to um, <laughs> some of these comments. Y'all killing me. Uh, Josh, John's notebook is equivalent to Coach Klein's from Waterboy. There we go, man. Which is funny you bring that up because Kyle Shanahan talked about how there's no secret plays. If you listen to the play callers on The Athletic, which was incredible, if you are a person that's like just needs more football in your life right now, type in The Play Callers. It's by Jordan Rodriguez, The Athletic. Absolutely incredible. You probably heard about it a thousand times by now. But anyway, he talked about how there is no special play, and he brought up the notebook from The Waterboy. So there we go. Um RTP, what's up, Matthew? He says, Brown will have his time. He will. It, it's just, it's going to take time. Josh, Bill not being around is what is not what I wanted. Yeah, both fifth rounders. You know, we're, we've been spoiled with these elite fifth round picks. Both the fifth rounders that everybody liked, Daryl Luter Jr., Robert Bill Jr., they're not even dressing right now. Now, I'm not trying to, like, sound the alarm or, like, oh, it's, the fault game or blame game. And so many people are into that right now. Blaming stuff. I, I don't understand that concept. It's training camp. Why aren't you focusing on positives or developments or something? Everybody's trying to go backwards. Like, I don't understand that. All that being said, it does suck that these two guys aren't out there. But there are players that are stepping up. 
if you want to be negative and you want to focus on Daryl Luter Jr. being injured, that's cool. Why not focus on the positive that is Deshaun Jameson being a total badass? He is incredible. This dude is almost a lock to make the roster. So you want to focus on negative, that's cool. You have there. You got a fifth rounder on Pup. Positive, Deshaun Jameson's crushing it. Okay? Robert Bill Jr. Ah, terrible. Can't believe he's not out there. Blah, 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 blah. Go on, go on, go on. Why don't you talk about Drake Jackson? That dude is killing it. Kerry Hyder was awesome back at defensive end. You got Barrett, who's taking huge strides up. Tacos got back-to-back sack and a pass deflection, back-to-back days. He just got signed. So you get at the production you need. It doesn't mean that Daryl Luter Jr. or Robert Bill won't come back. It's just come. Who do you want to? Who do you want to fixate on? You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's we'll see. We'll see. Um, real quick, I don't have the date on this. I think it's right after the third preseason game. Phil, he says, what's the schedule for mandatory cuts uh, to the 90 man roster? I'm flying solo here. Um, so as I go through my team notes, if somebody doesn't mind just looking up when the final cut down date is, I think it's the Tuesday right after that third preseason game. I don't have that date um, up, but uh, let's see here. Here are the dates that I do have currently up. This just shows you, you know, Raiders joint practices are the 10th and the 11th of August. That's right around the corner a week away. First preseason game is the 13th. Second preseason game against the Broncos, the 19th. Third preseason game against the Chargers is the 25th. And then the season starts on the 10th. So I would argue probably that first cut date or the final cut date is going to be, oh, there we go, Ishmael, my man, August 29th. So we've got that last preseason game, and then it's going to be that Tuesday usually is whenever all those things go down. I think that's on a Tuesday. Let me just make sure, pull up my uh, calendar here. Yeah, so August 29th is a Tuesday. There we go. That's final cut down day. So uh, we're going to do a Zoom hangout that we do every year oh, for our Patreon uh, where we get into, we jump on and we go through and we make a 53-man roster, and everybody's kind of part of the council. I call it my brain trust, and I and I hold them accountable. If somebody says somebody's getting cut or not getting cut, I put their names on it. I put them on blast on this show, dang it. Uh, <laughs> but we go through, and we'll we'll make our own 53-man roster predictions before that happens. So we'll do a Zoom hangout that weekend, way before that. So the game is on a Friday, I think. We'll do it probably a Saturday or Sunday night. Cut down will take place right after that. So uh, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I hate cut day. Debster, thank you. You're talking 30 players cut on 32 teams. That's almost a 1,000 players dream die the same damn day. It is a dark day. Thankfully, they've expanded the practice squad, but still, man. That, imagine getting fired, you know, like from your job. And I understand it's easy to, like, call players trash and, oh, get rid of him. He's a chump and whatever else. But, man, imagine you got fired from your job. Like, that's that day sucks. I, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. All right. Let's jump into team. Now, the team order changed today, which was awesome, uh, from quarterbacks. Still went one, two, threes, one, two, threes. Purdy was with the ones. Darnold went with the twos. Trey's went with the threes, and then it switched. Purdy with the ones. Lance with the twos. Darnold with the threes. So that was the first team period. So let's go through it. Purdy, he got four plays to start off. Mason up the middle two yards. Uh, Purdy, good pocket movement, overthrew Debo deep. 
Uh, it was cool. It was, it was, it was, it was old Purdy where he's doing all this stuff and, you know, throw it on the move and whatever. It looked really, really good way overthrown, but anytime Purdy throws deep, I love it. I, I don't care if it's an overthrow. I just want that aggressive mentality built in getting the ball vertical. TDP stretch eight plus yards. I thought TDP looked good today. McKivitz, great block. Colton McKivitz, dude, stacking days, man. Oh, dude is stacking days. Um, offsides on a defensive end. It was 56 Austin Bryant. Um, anyway, that was the end of that thing. Then the twos come in with Darnold. Toss three yards to a Watt. Um, screen, Charlie Warner, five yards. TDP, a fake jet sweep up the middle. So they had somebody come by. I couldn't see who it was. Fake the jet sweep up the middle. Darnold all day. Quick, man. Quickest quarterback. Back-to-back, -back, Darnold. If you're looking for somebody that's going to just be a distributor and quick, Darnold is acting much faster than anybody else is processing in team day after day. That, that's just Darnold's not going deep too much. He he loves to throw the ball over the middle. That is Darnold's specialty. He loves over the over the ball routes, but he's quick, quick, quick. Then Lance comes in. Jordan Mason, four yards up the middle, looks great. I mean, he looked good. Uh, play action over the ball, 15-yard route to Sneed. Nice, low ball, safe throw. It, it was just kind of a deep uh, zone buster route. 15 yards rope. You had both safeties kind of squeezing in on them, and Trey Lance got the ball down, which he should have. Like Trey's problems have been high over the middle, which are dangerous. This was like low throw away at a perfect spot where if it wasn't caught, it was going to be incomplete. It was caught. Nice 15-yard gain, um, you know, was the biggest play thus far. Comes back out, toss to a Watt, six yards, nice vision. Watt was heating up today, man. Uh, Purdy comes back in with, with the ones. Nice to Ayuk, curl route, perfect pass, and it was quick. You know, Ayuk caught it and drop-stepped and got upfield before anybody touched him. So, you know, it, it was a quick, probably like six to seven-yard pass, but – Easily a first down. You know, how long that would have gone, who knows. Uh, screen to Mason, 10-plus yards, looks so quick. Mason in the passing game. Oh, God, he's looking so good, man. Ayuk, uh, in-breaker out for seven. Purdy audible on that one. He can called it, which usually they have, like, a run or a pass play, and the can, can, can flips to the other one. And so that was cool seeing Purdy take advantage. I love that. Seven yards. Uh, the next one up was a sack, so that was bad. So the last play for Purdy would have been a sack through a deep crossing route to Jennings, but again, play would have been negated. I didn't see who got the sack. It was the end of the ones. I hate that because at the end of the ones, the defense just runs right into the crowd to sub out. And so if you're not watching that defender the whole entire play, which is hard because they were on the way field today, and it, I probably should have started with that disclaimer, there's two practice fields. Half the days, they're right in front of us, and you can see everything. That was not today. <laughs> they were on the far field, um, and so you're looking through a lot of things. Um, just disclaimer. Take for that what you will. So I couldn't tell who got the sack. I'm sure there is somebody, one of the beat reporters, probably have that detailed, but it would have been a sack. Um, probably. There's no contact. There's whatever, but whatever. All right, Lance comes back in with the twos after that. Play action, deep out route to Tay Martin. Perfect and quick release, 20-plus yards downfield. This, I think, was the best pass play, best overall play of the entire day for any of the team periods. But, I mean, it was 
play action, roll out, throw in a rope, perfect out route. I mean, 20 yards, beautiful. I mean, sports center highlight. And this has been the consistent theme. Trey Lance, if you put together everybody's just best plays of camp, Trey Lance is second to none. Every like it the the splash plays are splashy. That's why Trey Lance is Trey Lance. The flip side of that is we'll find out in the next team drill. The negative plays or the overthrows or just the easy misses, those are Trey Lance's too. So you got to kind of pick your poison. Do you want the quick, efficient, you know, just boom, 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 boom? That's Sam Darnold. You want the big, splashy, oh, my God, plays? That's Trey Lance. You want a little bit of splash of both? That's eh, going to be Brock Purdy. Um, now, right behind that, uh, threw the ball behind Braden Willis. Uh, incomplete on a curl route, just not good location. He was worried about it getting intercepted and just kind of ducked it the last second. Next up, screen to Debo, uh, quick screen, eight-plus yards. It's back-to-back practices where they have called quick screens for Trey Lance. That is a positive. Uh, Would have got eight-plus yards easy. Darnold comes in to finish out the team set. Uh, quick stop route to Ayuk. Would have been 15-plus, super quick. Darnold's so quick. Uh, Ronnie Bell, quick curl, eight yards. Watt, big run off the left side, 10-plus uh, yards, huge hole, and that one was Nick Sakel and um, Leroy Watson opened up. I mean, it was just Ronald Watt. Just, you could see it from where I was sitting, just parted ways. Red Sea, man, ran right through it, so it was awesome. So I, I thought it was good, but again, almost all of Darnold's plays today were just quick, quick passes, curls, curls, stops, screens, and that that's not an insult. Like, that dude... He came into camp and basically said, if I can prove to them I can get the ball out quick, that's my that's my role to play in time. And he's doing it. He's doing it. Now, if I had to walk away and say out of this first, you know, team, 20-plus plays, whatever, I'm going Trey Lance, Darnold, Brock Purdy. That That's my ranking through this team drill. Uh, what's that worth? Yeah, whatever. That's a whole other conversation. But, you know, I, I really do think that – these things matter because what you do is you're just you're putting it all together. You're putting it all together. Not the plays individually, even though they matter. You're putting the series together. You're putting the team drill together. You're putting the entire training camp practice together. You're putting the week together. And it again, it's 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 who's hitting where. And it's not even a level playing field to start. We understand Brock's getting all the one reps. So it's not the conversation of, well, Trey Lance was better in team. Therefore he should be the one. I don't think that's necessarily how it should go, but even if it was how it should go, it's not how it's going to go. And it's not how it's going. I do not expect any changes with kind of what's going on there. Now, before we jump into short yardage, a um, couple things that I wanted just to kind of give uh, a, a quick talk to number one is Jordan Mason. I keep screaming how good this guy is just because the eye test says he is. Kyle Shanahan had a quick quote. He was asked, uh, just talk about Jordan Mason and the strides he's making. Oh, yeah, I thought Jordan had a great rookie year. Um, helped us out a lot. I think um, just understand the offense better as a whole, um, getting better in the pass game. Um, I definitely need He's a baller. He belongs. He, he belongs. There's no doubt about it. Now, one more clip that I want to get to. And... You know, Wilkes hasn't been playing a lot. I'm sorry, Wilkes. Charvarius Ward hasn't been playing a lot just because he's had some groin issues, whatever else. 
he talked after practice today, which he's my favorite player to listen to in front of a microphone. He was asked about Wills, new defensive coordinator, and what that looks like. Coach Wilkes, the OG, he real smart, got a lot of knowledge in the game. I like his scheme. He kind of adding his wrinkles, own wrinkle to things, but um, it's still mainly the same defense. But I mean, I feel like he got a lot of knowledge amongst the DBs. I get a lot of one-on-one -on -one work with him, and hopefully, um, he'll take me to the next level. You know, all the other DBs. As yeah, and he he was asked like, "What is the next level?" He said, "All pro, all pro," which I really really liked. Um, I, I thought that was really really cool. So let's uh, let's go through just a couple um comments real quick before I get to short yardage, and then we have one final team uh, drill as well where they move the ball, you know, marching the ball up and down the field, uh, all those different things. So we'll we'll check that out now. Here we go. Let's see here. Um, I like this better. Uh, oh, I love Lombardi. I think Lombardi does a hell of a job. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, he's, he, he does a great job and I, I get a lot of stuff from him, which if I miss something, Lombardi's probably the first one I go to. I think he does really, really good work. I'm a huge fan of that dude. Um, I know not he's not everybody's flavor, but he's, he's, he's accurate and consistent. Uh, Donald, the guy who got beat out by Baker Mayfield. Um, yeah, that's one way to look at it. That is one way to look at it. Uh, but, hey, it, it's it's not about where you were. It's about where you are. And, you know, you're surrounded with talent now and a good play caller, which I don't think was the case uh, beforehand. Ishmael says, really excited about Colton McKivitz. I am too. The dude could not have had a better camp so far. Just could not. He's been absolutely incredible. Um Throw the ball <laughs> today to Purdy. There's a pic of it on the internet. Yeah. We saw it, um, and somebody asked me, like, oh, did you get that clip? And I said, nope, and I don't want to put it out there. Uh, <laughs> that's one of the things that's going to make Kyle Shanahan kick everybody out of practice and not let them film. We already can't film or take pictures through all the team drills. Like, they have people running around, hold up signs, and, they, like, they scream at you. They, they get mean over there, man, uh, if you got your phone out. Even if you're not taking – like, I'm trying to tweet stuff, and – they're yelling at me, and I'm like, oh, my, my phone's facing straight down. Like, But whatever, I just quit tweeting during that time just because it wasn't worth it. But, yeah, Kyle Shanahan, they exposed those plays. Uh, it's going to be bad. And so I was asked, like, oh, did y'all see that? I was like, don't put that out there. Don't put that out there. But, yeah, there was a little trick play with Kyle Juszczyk. It's already out there, so I don't know what I was thinking. Like, I could stop it, but <laughs> it, it's what it is. Debster says, don't forget to hit that like button. Thank you, Debster. I really appreciate all your kindness, all your support. Um, so there we go. <laughs> so yeah, Shay, did you see Juice throw to Purdy today? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Um, but yeah, I'm staying away. What's up, Jim? How we doing? Uh, glad to see you. Glad you're here. Glad you're here. All right, let's go to, this was the short yardage that they were working for. So the 49ers were in a 5-2, um, double tight set, a lot of 22 personnel, 21 personnel for the 49ers. It was basically third and one every single play. So uh, Purdy went, Purdy had four plays, Lance two, Darnold two. So it's just an eight-play series. It was relatively quick. Um, so Purdy goes in, uh, quick boot, uh, flat to Dwelly, three yards. So got the, I mean, just, yeah, it was a kind of arrow out route by Dwelly just real quick. Nice three yards to get it started. One yard up the middle, um, Mason run. Uh, yeah, it was, man, it was awesome. Uh DFF stuffed it, which I thought was a really, really good play, but would have got the first down. Next play, tackle for loss. It was a corner blitz. Might have brought a Mike linebacker, too, or a sandbacker, but Demo, man, he came unblocked off the edge. It was a run up the middle. 
somebody made the running back. I couldn't see who it was. Stop their feet. I think it was TDP, but I'm not positive. And Demo was just right there. Boom. Tackle for loss. It was awesome. Everybody got pumped up. Whatever else. Next up was a two-yard run from Jack Coletto. Getting a lot of Coletto buzz. A lot of Coletto buzz. Now, let me say this. Jack Coletto is awesome. He does not make mistakes. <laughs> he is the cleanest player out there. He doesn't make the big splash plays either. He's a fullback. But, man, it is very easy to see how much he belongs on this team. Can the Niners find a way to keep him? I don't know. And, you know, Kyle Juszczyk, he was asked about it today. I didn't get the clip. I ran out of time. But he was just like, you know, it's it's the NFL and people get drafted as replacements and brought in to kind of replace you. That's just that part of the business. And, you know, I'm willing to give him advice and help him on anything that he needs. I, I don't think that Coletto is anywhere near Kyle Juszczyk's caliber currently. However, if I'm projecting, man, Jack Coletto in three years? Golly, he already fits the bill. I would have no problem if Jack Coletto was the starting fullback in a Kyle Shanahan offense this year. He's just been that consistent, whether it's catching out of the backfield, run block assignments, running up the middle. That's probably his strength. But I mean, he's not Kyle Juszczyk. He's not. He's not even close. But, <laughs> right? How long do we have Kyle Juszczyk? Now, if Kyle Juszczyk wants to play next year, it's Kyle Juszczyk's the guy. But if he doesn't, mm, yeah, do you risk losing that guy? I don't, I don't think you can keep two fullbacks. Most teams don't even keep one. Unless he's an all-star special teamer, I just do not see a way that Coletto makes this roster. And if he doesn't, he will be claimed. You do not get Jack Coletto on a practice squad. That's not happening. I'm telling you that right now. He is too damn good. He is too damn good. Um, that was the end of Purdy's. Four yard, uh, four plays, short yardage. Lance, two plays. Uh, Ayuk back shoulder curl route, ten plus yards. I mean, again, through this, I, I I start turning and talking to people around me. I'm sitting next to Crocker, uh, Jordan, Elliot, Steph, uh, Matthew, and Darren, and I, I'm sitting there saying like, after that play, and maybe I jinxed it. I was like, Trey Lance is the best quarterback out here today, and it's not close. Like he made the three biggest plays of the day at that point. Then, um, two-yard Kalen LeBourne run, nice jump cut. That was Jaylen, uh, Kalen LeBourne's best play of the day. Then Darnold comes in, last two plays. Play-action boo, incomplete, behind the wide receiver, bad pass. Awat, four yards up the middle. Um, Awat just continued to have a great day, just like positive, positive, positive. So that ended the short yardage period. They take a small little break, then they move to move the ball period. But I'm just like, all right, Trey Lance is killing, man. Trey Lance is on fire. Like, if this continues, all right, this is where the conversations start. But, uh, you guys probably know already, that's not how practice ended. They go through, you know, each player got to move the ball, period, with a maximum of two, four, six, seven plays. And so if you didn't score in seven plays, it didn't matter. You had seven plays to score. Uh, so Purdy got first. First and 10, move the ball, period. Uh, incomplete pass to Ayuk, uh, too far in front of him. It, it was a deep in route, just kind of bounced off the turf, just overthrew to the middle, uh, incomplete. Second and 10, del delay run for Jordan Mason, four-plus yards easy. Uh, but they were marking it all weird. And so they marked it third and 10, even though it probably would have been a six- or seven-yard gain. But 
I don't know. I, I don't know how they're classifying moving the marker, but whatever. It was third and 10 where it was spotted, and that was on the marker. Odom safety blitz, check down to Mason. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. They bring the blitz. Brock Purdy recognizes it. Boom, hits his outlet. That's what Brock Purdy does. Jordan Mason catches it 10-plus yards before he's touched. Probably would have been a 20-yard gain. Easy. Um, Mason looks so freaking good. First and 10. Mason, great run six yards before he's touched up the middle. They only gave him two yards, though, so it was second eight the next play. Ayuk, inside release, 10 yards. Easy. Just an inside release. Boom, hit him on the spot. Perfect pass from Purdy. First and 10. Mason, three yards right side. Um, There we go. And then the last play. Deep um, to Debo was dropped, but it was a contested catch. It was great coverage. I think it was Ambry Thomas. Um, ball hit Debo in the hands, but he was like jumped and contorted, and the defender was right in front of him. 50-50 ball. Almost caught it. Ball fell down. That was the end of Purdy's drive. They would have been they were in field goal range. Uh, but they didn't go through with the field goal. They backed it up and then they sent Darnold out uh with the twos. But yeah, Purdy looked good, moved the ball very well. Very efficiently. Um, Darnold came in, looked even better. First and 10. Deep crosser to Danny Gray. Ooh, huge first down. Uh, it was a very high ball. Looked like Trey Lance threw it high over the middle. But Dar- it, Danny Gray went up and got it. Freak catch. Uh, it was awesome. Then TDP up the middle for two yards. Second and eight. Law two. Got himself a catch, baby. Quick out. Play action boot nine yards. That was awesome. He had a lot of space. It looked good. Any positive from Law 2 is a big positive. Now, after that, uh, first and 10, play action boot. Danny Gray, shallow crosser, eight yards. Danny Gray heating up. Danny Gray looks good, guys. Danny Gray looks good. And in fact, when they did kickoff drill, kickoff return drill, is Ray Ray and Danny Gray back there. And man, Danny Gray looks good. Yeah, I'm, I'm very... Pleased to see him have success outside of Trey Lance. They're so tied at the hip because their skill sets sink. But with him starting to get some positive plays with guys like Darnold, that's huge. A huge positive. Next up, sec- uh, second and two, Ty Davis Price up the middle three yards, first down. And then it's first and 10, and this was the last play of Darnold's drive. Overthrew a screen to Braden Willis. It was just kind of a, blown up a little bit whatever that was the end of the drive would have been second down maybe there was time I, I don't know why they killed it but they basically said you have seven plays that was the seventh play so then they go back this is the last one here Trey Lance gets his turn with the threes first and 10 interception to D winners um Trey hesitated a little bit kind of and then went and tried to rifle it in there like you see it he thinks he could throw it couldn't do it it was an in-breaking kind of curl route in the corner and the linebacker, I mean, it could have been either one of them. And it was just not good. Just not good. D, you got to give credit to D. Winters, though. I mean, he is the best defensive play back-to-back practices. They got to see that. And the speed's there. The big play's there. First and 10, LeBorn up the middle for one yard. Second and nine, Braden Willis uh, play-action boot. Nice catch on the sideline, six yards. Nice pass. Good catch. Braden Willis continues to outshine Latu in every way, shape, and form. Third and three, blown up screen pressure um, in the face, and he kind of had to spike it. So it was a it was a screen call, kind of over the C gap on the right side, and so he steps back to throw it, and defense read it. If he would have thrown it to him, would have been a pick. So Trey Lance spiked it, 
which ends the drive punt. So the problem there was not only did he have a turnover, he didn't get a first down. Do you put all that on Trey Lance? I don't know. Um, I think the interception you do. The drive, I mean, he get, he got third and three, and they called a screen, and the defense just read it, which screens in Trey Lance, that's a positive, but it just didn't work out, and that was it right there. And so this one, the second group of passes, the second team, Darnold was the best, then Purdy, then Lance. So I, I don't know what to do with all of that, you know? It, it's it's difficult whenever you look at all these things. Now, there is a clip here with Kyle Shanahan talking about Trey Lance's interception. So uh, here we go. Here's Kyle. Um, just tried to throw it over the hooker, and the hooker got under it. So one day it's a high-low, and he was too deep, and he wanted the deep throw, and uh, he's got to check it down. Got to check it down, man. Um, which I thought he was doing really, really good with. And I think he is making strides, but it's not an overnight, hey, he's got it. That's just not how it goes. You know what I mean? So it's what it is. So those are my uh, notes. That's all of them. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Um, yeah, I appreciate you. <laughs> What's up, Karu? Uh, I like it. What's up, John? Uh, sorry, I'm reading her comment. What's up, Sin? How are you? Glad that you guys are here. Now, I'm excited about the future of this team big time. Walking out of today's practice, I felt very, very good. And what's up, Jim? It's okay, man. He says, I hate to be the guy that came in late and asked a question you maybe already answered. How does the O-line look with their pads on? They look great. The fact that you're going up against this defense and moving the ball with not one, not two, but three quarterbacks consistently. This is like three good days by the quarterbacks in a row, all three of them. Yeah, I get the interception. That's fair. But I would also argue Trey Lance probably had the three best passes of the day. I, I don't think that there's any f fluctuation in where the quarterback depth chart is. You know, I think it's pretty s squarely Brock's one, Trey's two, Darnold's three. That's just what it seems to be to me. But the offensive line, they're doing their own. We'll see what happens when, you know, Nick Bosa gets out there, which hopefully should happen soon. I should probably uh, retweet my or recheck, refresh my breaking news column just to see if anything's come across it doesn't look like it has um man i hope that deal gets done soon we need them out there but uh that's going to do it for us here today uh bright and early i'll be out there at training camp tomorrow same thing same bat channel same bat time but until then thank you guys for all the support and if you haven't yet hit subscribe hit that like button all my audio listeners you are the absolute best thank you guys appreciate all the support and man as always stay strong faithful A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. In Colorado, you can legally gamble in Blackhawk, Central City, Cripple Creek, and licensed online sports betting. Protect our communities. Learn more at playlegitco.com. A message from the Colorado Division of Gaming. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.